black girl from Eugene. Uh, I'm here with Macy, and uh, we're going to get into it after, of course, the first thing you know I always do with my announcements. So I always want to thank my Patreons. Um, I, you guys are floating me, and I'm going to announce right after this how the Patreon um, support that I have gotten is actually allowing me to, uh, and Black Gold, to uh, give a program for this, for uh, the school year. So, um, so anyway, thank you so much to the Patreon. You guys are floating me through, for real. Five dollars a month makes such a huge difference. So please, um, if you're not a Patreon, consider being a Patreon. It's really making this podcast just float and and grow. It's uh, Patreon.com. Black girl from Eugene underscore one. Um, and the next announcement is that my nonprofit Black Gold Culture Camp, uh, we are working and with and teaming up with um, folks from the U of O and some people from the school districts to provide uh, some supplement work throughout the school year for parents who are homeschooling their children, the pod schooling, and, um, and some of the high schools have contacted us to see if we can get some black history into the schools and we're gonna try to do that. So uh, my Patreons are helping me create that program, although you probably didn't know that, but that's what y'all doing. <laughs> and um, so keep it, keep out, like keep looking out. Black Gold's gonna have some announcements very soon. Um, and it's super exciting, cause uh, yeah. Also, I wanna say thank you, thank you. Thank you, Vanessa Fuller. You guys don't understand. This is a sister-sister connection. Yes. Vanessa is helping me get my website off the ground because we have been struggling with it. Like, I'm talking about Google every step of the way. Like, I didn't know what we were doing. And I had a girlfriend who was doing it, and we were struggling. And now I finally named my business for yes. my anti-racism conversations. I finally, look, it's about our conversation. Yes. I finally just said, I'm not in denial. Let me name yeah. it. Yeah, let, me, let me create the business, yeah. right? And so now we've got the business name up, and yes. we just want to make the, the, the um, website up. And Vanessa has been a major awesome. component. It's so great. Girl, major component to getting my, uh, my website up and going, and we are going to go do that. It'll be up probably next week, most likely. Um, Andre Royal Jr. is redesigning my logo. Yes. And, <laughs> and I want to give him a shout out. That should be done and completed by next week. We're about to come and hit this hit this uh, hard in the next couple of weeks, so keep your eye out. All right, Macy. Now I didn't even ask you. Do you want to say your last name? Davis. Do you want to say it? I mean, we just. I already said it. We just said it now. Go know who I am. Because sometimes people don't want like like just say my stage name. Okay, Macy Davis is here with me, y'all. Okay, first of all, I just want to say something real quick. We actually have never met. <laughs> But I see, she sees me and I see her all up in the streets, but never have actually met, right? Yeah. I yeah. even work with your son. Did I you know, yeah. meet no, you, no. Right? <laughs> so we're, we're like excited. We're about to have some real energy here. I am I am beyond thrilled that you are here. Thanks for so, having me. You're welcome. And I'm going to tell you like this. More than enough people say, oh, why haven't you had Macy Davis? You were late. And I was like, oh, okay, my bad. Let me go reach out to Macy. <laughs> So you're kind of the person right now. Like I mean, everybody has been like, you really need to like have her on the show. It'll be fire. Yeah. We've already decided that this will be a part one to part six. <laughs> one. Well, it's not six. Let's go. We had so much to talk about when we met. Like on the phone, it was a, like an instant two, three. I mean, we were just la 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 la. 
so much in common, actually. Yes, so much. And then at the same time, your story is like so. Actually, I think you know with the intersectionality piece, right. it's oh, completely overlooked. Yep. As a black woman, first mm-hmm. of all, right. you know, disabled, second of all, yep. single mom. Yep. I mean, all the damn things, yep. right? All of them. So you, the, I'm, I'm like beyond thankful that you're here, just because you represent actually a big number of people, right? Who are absolutely ignored, right? You know, all completely it. gone, right? right? Off, just off the map, like they don't yep. exist. So yep. and you are out here making changes yep. and doing things for this community. I'm so happy. <laughs> okay. So um, I'm gonna let you take it and let me introduce yourself. Tell me what you're doing. We all know. I mean, this is. I'm gonna get comfortable. We gonna okay, let's get. Let's <laughs> <laughs> we gonna have to get comfortable. We gonna get comfortable. Got all adjusted on the couch. Okay. <laughs> so okay. So first of all, you're an activist. Yes. Girl. Yes, okay. I'm an activist. I don't even know if we should start. I I think I need to tell people who are not visually looking at you, right. like for the uh, for the picture, mm-hmm. you're a black woman. Yes. You're a disabled. Yes. You are, like I just said, you're a single mother. Yes. And you've decided that activism is going to be what you're going to get into. <laughs> yes, I'm going to get into it. Okay, so tell me about it. Well, so activism is where I have found who I am. Yeah. Activism has said, this is you right now. Mm-hmm. And what that looks like is caring for people mm-hmm. and so I got started just pretty much jumping in a van full of random white people did you shout out to the freedom van I love you guys the yes, freedom van. Van. yes girl what the hell yes, okay. Okay. Oh, okay first of all yes I did that's a, that's a red alert for black people you did what now <laughs> yes I did you I jumped did. in a van with a bunch of random white people okay alright <laughs> okay right which I told never to do yeah right and I did and it it totally changed my life now when did you do when was that that oh my gosh that seems like a year ago that was I want to say day four after the Friday stuff okay where the all the, the yeah um, mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah and so pretty much that day I said let's go to Amazon's to Amazon Park because mm-hmm. I was like they're gonna march and I'm disabled so let's walk a little bit and then let's go home but we were there that's what I can do right and yeah so we go and I'm walking and I'm limping in pain and all that things and then Elizabeth just said, hey, do you want to ride? And they had white ally on the van. And oh, they said white ally? Yeah, they said okay. white ally. Right, right, right. Right. And so I was like, let's go. And then ever since then, that whole entire protest, I rolled with her and everybody in that van. Yes. And they, I was safe. I could protest and just yell at people how I felt, right. and, and, and I was safe. So we talked about this because we, we, you and I were talking about this the other night, and we were saying how, um, first of all, the able, the ableist yes. idea of how these protests are going down. Mm-hmm. We were like, we were, were talking, first of all, about just that everyone cannot be in this in this uh like protest in this uprising in the same way that you see all the time we all have our roles right um i don't go to protest because i've been beaten down by police officers so it's ptsd for me right um and it and it 
I now have this, like we were talking about acupuncture, mm-hmm. yes. I have that chronic issue right. from where it rewired itself in yep. the middle of the trauma. Right. So if I get stressed or triggered, my whole right side starts to act like yep. it did when I first got assaulted. Mm-hmm. It's getting better because of acupuncture, right. don't license, yes. Yes. right? Um, right, li- seriously. Yeah. But, so I don't know because yeah. I, I mean, I know better. Like yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not useful in that space. Right. I'm be, tri- right. I'm be traumatized and triggered right. and yeah. how am I helpful, right? Yeah. right. <laughs> Right? So yeah. this is what I do. Right. I, I create a space yep. for black people and yep. brown people yep. and indigenous people to come and talk. Let's talk yep. about how the hell we're feeling about all yep. of that's going on. Yep. That's my activism. Mm-hmm. I mean, I create educational programs. That's my activism. Yep. You know, um, I create space. That's my. So all of us have it. But what you're talking about, being on the front lines, mm-hmm. wanting to protest. Yes. And we were talking about the protesters going up like chambers. <laughs> chambers, <laughs> chambers is a road, so y'all know, uh, for people who are listening. That goes straight uphill, okay, for like almost a mile, yeah, straight, right? Yeah, and these protesters, up. bless their heart, decided they were going to protest at the Waldorf School. Mm. This was like a couple a month ago or something yeah, like that. Just up at the top of Chambers, right? Yeah. And they were going to go up there, and um, that's a hike, yeah. first of all. For people who are able, they were like, I'm sure they were cussing oh, no, all that. They were struggling, <laughs> struggling, going, going hard, right? But but to your point. Where is the inclusivity of right. that? Right. And should there right. be inclusivity in that in terms of, of like what you're saying? There's an ability to, to bring mm-hmm. people in. Right. Why right. not have trucks? Why not have yep, exactly you know, so, it. Well, so what were you th- did you say anything or were you how did that come like how did you get yourself involved in that? Well, so pretty much um, again, Freedom Man totally saw that I was disabled and that I couldn't walk three some miles. I I can't. That, right. That will kill me as a person. Yeah. Um, and so they actually made a space. So every protest, I rode in, like, the back of the van, and I had snacks and water and everything, and I would just feed people and water oh. people and just make sure everybody was okay. Is that how you got to do it in the food drives and stuff? Is that what I should call it? It's not really a food drive. It's called the People's Freedom Food Program. That's that my own idea. That's okay. my own idea. You just came up with that separately? Yeah. That's because you yeah. like that? Like, yeah. <laughs> yes, I like that. I like, I like, 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 I, I like I'm just going to do things that yeah. help everybody. Yeah, right? pretty much. Everybody. Right. Yeah. The point is to lift up the ocean, not the boat. The, oh, hey. Let's okay. go. Right? Lift up the ocean, not the boat. You hear me? That's interesting. Okay, so, okay, so now the Freedom Van, the Freedom Van are, yeah. are all white people. They have the white ally. Is that the same people? Yeah. Okay. So, do they help other people? Or was it just that you guys connected so and they only helped y'all? We just randomly hopped in their van, right. and I just said, "Hey, I'm good at organizing, so I want to do this." And yeah. So I just kind of took over yeah. the whole food scene. Well, they were like, "Let's listen to the black woman." Right. And right. Let's go. Yeah. 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 And so you did that. And so yeah, pretty much that Wednesday. Um, I got pushed. Well, no, I wanted to to talk at a protest. Right. And I talked. And Shout out, Trey Stewart. I love you. <laughs> he literally pushed me to do it. Really? Eli and Trey pushed me to do it that night. And I just want and y'all to say that that sis here says that she has a stutter. I do. <laughs> you can tell the people I do. Talk to the people in my childhood. <laughs> I'm like, sis says. But... The truth of it is, is that um, you're you've been. And I I say that because to right. speak in front of a crowd, right? We don't get into being silenced, right? Yep. But but to, for you to speak in front of a crowd, the amazing shit that you are like, 
you are putting and, and healing from yeah. by being and doing that. It's yeah. absolutely incredible. So I'm giving yeah. you the shout out yes. and the kudos and all the big sis <laughs> ups. Like seriously, because I don't think that people understand it's more than a notion to stand in front of people and mm-hmm. talk. Yeah. When you are able to do yeah. it, just look yeah. free form. But yeah. for you to have mm-hmm. this that you are aware of. Yes. So how did that yes. Amazing. Amazing. I know it is. I literally just unleashed and said things that I needed to say and get off of a soul that has been just enmeshed with everything. Wow. And it was really activating Mm -hmm. for me and it really was healing in the fact that I believe that finding who I am in this movement, knowing that I have this insane amount of love for people, everybody who sees me knows that I will literally stop in the middle of like what I'm doing. Right. That's just who I am. Yeah. It's almost disgusting. No. <laughs> Girl, it's beautiful. It's beautifully disgusting. What's <laughs> you mean? I know what you mean. I know but, what you mean. And so I love to just to take care of people check in on them make sure they're okay because guess what this shit's hard yeah it is and it's not being seen how hard it is Mm -hmm. i mean collective trauma hello right we're experiencing it every day and i think that's important to say because white folks act like it's this is a black thing and i do these (laughs) conversations all the time and they're like how can i help black people how can i help and the fact is is that this is when we say collective trauma it's black collective trauma but truthfully it's the entire population that's right. that is trying to deny it, mm-hmm. that's actively in it, yep. that is running from it, that's running towards it. All of us are being affected by this absolutely necessary transformational period. Right. But also, just in the relation to each other mm-hmm. in the past is right. traumatic. Right. When white folks are nervous about black folks and black folks mm-hmm. are nervous about white folks, mm-hmm. that's trauma. Oh, I'm going to call it one more. Black folks nervous around black folk. Let's go. Black folks nervous around black yeah, folks. let's go. You know, we have all of these, like, like spectrums yep. of, of just not knowing how we place in, in with each other. And not That's feeling true. enough comfortable just to show up and say, this is who I am. Yep. Accept me how I am. Yep. And, then, and people go, I accept you for who you are. You yeah. know, let's just do what we can do over here. Yep. That has never been. It's actually, like, complicated in human nature, period. But right. it has never been uh, seen in a, in a large collective in terms of race relations right. in this country. That's true. So That's so true. collectively, this country is traumatized yeah. around... Collectively, this country is in shock. It is in shock. And, I, and I'm going to go a step further and say most people are... Are, well, wait, I'm going to go even step further. <laughs> Step it out. I'm going to call it. White people are going through, through a trauma as well. Yeah, absolutely. All because they are terrified at mm-hmm. what they are seeing and mm-hmm. witnessing. Because for most of us, I know me, I've never seen anything like this in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And so... This shit is terrifying for me. Sorry, I cussed. No, you're fine. <laughs> this is terrifying for me, but I also know 
how white people are feeling and they are terrified because they don't know what to do with it. Now you're saying, now I'm going to say this because you say you know how white people are feeling. You're mixed. Yes, I am. So you have a white mother. Yes, I do. And do you stay in touch with her and talk? I mean, is this a conversation y'all? No. Not at all like that? No. So, but you have a a close proximity to whiteness, period. Yes. Right. So, um, it's interesting because I know when black folks listen to this show, Mm -hmm. they don't, when we say close white proximity, closest Mm -hmm. white proximity, um, it's like both of us were only black girls through all of our schooling, right? Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I know I've always been the only black girl, Mm -hmm. meaning that like most of my friends were mixed. That if actually all of them were white, were white. I was going to say, if I had a black friend, if I had a black friend, they were mixed. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. And almost, I don't think I had mixed friends. I had one in middle, two in middle school. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I'm trying to think in high school, like, I think I had maybe I I moved to a lot of different high schools. So right. um, by the time I was I went to Costa Rica and then I was in Texas and then you know so mm-hmm. I had black people in my life by right. sophomore year. Right. You know. Right. But middle school I mean from 15 down mm-hmm. it was like two mixed girls. Shout out to Christine. Shout out to uh, Selena. So <laughs> so and they were both mixed and so they had their own rules right. and my right. rules and their rules were different. Right. That's the, true. How we walked through the world mm-hmm. was different. Right. And see for me it was opposite. Because I grew up with people who didn't look like yes. me at all. Yeah. Because you got a nice, just so the people in the audience, <laughs> chocolatey brown, <laughs> chocolatey brown, okay? Complexion, I'm jealous. <laughs> um, yeah. And so growing up, I didn't see people who had the nose that I had. Right, right. Who had the lips that I have, right. the eyes that I have, the experiences that I've had. Mm-hmm. And so to grow up not being able to relate to anybody because they inherently could not understand Mm -hmm. the experience of being black, that does something to a person. It does something to a child. A child. And then when I was like, there's black people. And I was like, (laughs) I never saw as many black people as I have. And I was like, suddenly I don't feel so alone. When did you see all the black folks that you felt like you were included? You you know, I had my first college professor who was black when I was 21. Mark Harris. Shout out. I love you. College? In college. Wow. And it was Mark Harris. So it was here still. Lane Community College. Wow. Yeah. So I literally did not see another black person except for media stuff yeah yeah um i also was exposed to uh a black blues artist Uh uh-huh jc rico yeah he went down there love that man like Mm -hmm. like in that family and those dogs let me tell you (laughs) yeah dogs were great um and so i didn't get the exposure that I needed two black people. Mm-hmm. And so um, I have a brother. Yeah. He's black. But I was like, I need other experiences of people who look like me. Right, right. People whose hair that looks like mine, because I didn't know what to do with my hair until I was 31 years old. Right. Oh, 31. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. No, it's a long, it's a long haul when you when you're here. here. Yeah. When you're here in Oregon and staying mm-hmm. in Oregon and That's being in Oregon. My whole life. Your whole life. My whole life. Dang. I I say that like that because I'm just like I know I got saved by leaving. Like I I realized. Yeah, and you've never left, and somehow you still like who you are, which is like sort of a miracle. <laughs> Like, no, there was a lot of people rooting, so I wouldn't find this part of me. Right, but, right. Then we're going to talk about the silencing by white people. We're going to talk about it. But I want to first say your, your program is called the People's Freedom Food Program. Yes, so the People's Freedom Food Program is a specific model that provides free food to the local BIPOC community. Which you are serving 30 families at this point. Yeah, trying to. We're getting there. We're right. We are doing our damnedest to get there. 30 families? I Okay, so y'all... Shout out to my team, yo. Love you. Right? Wow. That That is actually like... Yeah. When you said 30 families, I'm like, 30 families? Who? Where are these 30 people at? They live here or they stay here? Like, <laughs> so, I mean, you know, because I sometimes I feel like I, I, I almost automatically isolate myself. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, just because sometimes the trauma is, like, mm-hmm. it's a lot it's, to be out and yep. black in Eugene. <laughs> it's oh. a lot. Right? You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. so sometimes I feel like I, I don't. Yeah. I just, yeah, I choose not to. So when you said 30, I got excited. I mean, even with my program, it's hard for me to reach because I'm right. doing certain ages, you know, right. so it's a little harder right. to right. reach. But I'm, that's impressive. And so tell me who, how many people you got working with you. Oh, so right now we have four. Four people. Woo! I know, I'm shouldering the giants, man. We've been doing it with like nothing. That's what I know. That's what I'm saying. Is that like, (laughs) this is literally black girl magic right here. Yes. I had an idea and I got pushed so hard by a black man that I almost fell over, thank God. And I'm doing it. Yes. I'm feeding this town because. This is a need, and I honestly believe everybody needs to eat. I don't care what race, whatever. I don't care. Right. Food is a need that everybody should have. It's a fundamental human right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So that's amazing. So you got four people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is what I want y'all to understand. This is a single black mother. Yeah. Okay. Now, we resonate together on that point. Single black women. I know the t-shirt that says, you know, it's handled. All black women everywhere. Right? I'm that shirt, but then it should say single black mother. Okay. Yes. Somebody make me that shirt. Right. Black women, we be handling it. Handling it. And I want to give a shout out, you know, to the fact that there was a black man who Mm -hmm. saw you and Mm -hmm. said, you're about to do this. Because in our community, we need more of that. Yes, we do. Now we always we're talking about black men. We're mm-hmm. talking about like, of course, they they're they're targeted, right? Yes. On several different levels. Yes. But we got black women who are killing the game. Right. Who can't get ahead. Nope. Because we're women, and yep. then we're black, or it's because we're black and then we're women. However it goes, we got two things that are keeping us behind. Right. And then add on being disabled yes and being chronically ill that's right they're definitely not trying to hear you oh god no they ain't trying to hear me that's what i'm saying and here you are and so this man says no you're about to be on in front hot you know hot from the the rooftop yep what you got going on and here you are yep doing it in a way you never thought that you would be doing it at all so that's that's a like 
Uh, I mean, we need each other. Yes, we do. We need each other. We need to see each other's strengths yes, and say, you know what? Maybe not me, but definitely you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not me, but you. Yes. Right. And be willing to push that. That's right. Yes. There's plenty of folks here that we could be teaming up. Black men, so black much. women. Oh, my goodness. There you could know? be so much teamwork being done. Yes. So much teamwork. Yeah. That would be amazing right and we have a few people who yeah. will yeah. but you know you having four people and all me having three people doing right. what are we why are we struggling not we're we're doing it like right. look we're doing it we do it. Okay. Let's call it but i'm just saying like this is how it's being created right. and i need people to understand the heart love that goes yep. into this kind of stuff when yep. you got four people yep. working with you you got three people working with you yep. this is not this is more than a labor of love yep. You know, yes. this is taking hours of our time and day yeah. and yeah. energy and mind work, body yeah. work, all of this. Yeah. All of this, right? Yeah. So uh, we don't talk about it because th this passion that we have mm -hmm. comes from a place real deep for both of us. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, I think I've talked about it a couple different times. Um, and I, I'm going to be featured on somebody on, on huge... Mm, Huge podcast? Oh, what, what is it called? City of Eugene podcast? I don't know. Ooh, I need to think about that. <laughs> oh my God, what is it called? Anyway, I need to think about that. But she's gonna feature me talking about black girl, mm -hmm. black uh, girl from Eugene, mm -hmm. and like, how did I get to this point? Right. And I always tell people why, where I came from. Mm -hmm. The book I'm writing is gonna talk about where I came from. It's gonna be exactly what we're talking about yes. right now. Yes. We're gonna talk about the pain. Mm -hmm. of being silenced by white people yep. that brought two black women who overcame mm -hmm. you know all kinds of things that came through right right the intersectionality of my life is not the same as yours right right it's deep you know your intersectionality runs deep mine runs deep right right but it's something that every single piece you have to overcome mm -hmm. and not even overcome because you're still managing right all of it but this is something coming from real deep inner healing. Yes. From being silenced mm -hmm. by white people. Yep. In our community, in our mm -hmm. families, in our I mean, I don't have white folks in my family directly. I know y'all out there clearly. As <laughs> 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 I don't know my light light skin. Like clearly y'all out there. But I don't know. <laughs> it ain't in my direct family line, right? right. You know? Um, and then we have, uh, you know, our community, our air quote, you know, friends. Mm -hmm. um, I, I just had a whole thing on Facebook with some people from College Grove that I went to school with. And Oof. yeah, like, I don't, Oof. it's kind of like, I mean, it's one of those things like, why are my friends with these people I went right. to school with? And I'm like, why am I, why did I do that? This is a place mm -hmm. of real trauma for me. Yeah. But I have some real beautiful connections that mm -hmm. lasted right, years. Right. Right? That's true. Is that Stockholm, like, it's yeah. weird, right? It's um, bizarre. It's bizarre. And so I think for us coming from a place like that and creating what we've created needs to be spoken on. Yes, right? It does. So yes, you, it does. so now you, were you, how did, were you in college girl? Like, I don't think we stayed as well. I stayed like no. three years and I was out. Um, I moved to College Grove, I want to say 19, I was born in 83, so uh -huh. 1985, 86. So you were baby. Baby. Okay. Baby. baby. Mm -hmm. And so, um, Cottage Grove is white. Yeah. Especially and racist. <laughs> call it. Uh, look. Uh, look. White and racist. Okay. <laughs> um, and so that's where my mom had her support system. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's where, where it, yeah. she... That's where I ended up, yeah. and um, so I, I grew up in Cottage Grove, where it was a really hard time. Of course, I couldn't talk 
about it because white people. Right. <laughs> I mean, let's be well, honest. Why were you surrounded like, to anyone to talk to about that? There was no one to talk to about that. Like, I had a couple friends that were Hispanic. Oh, you did? Yes. Okay. But black people didn't really have people to talk to about that specific experiences. Yeah. And so... I grew up with white people, so I know how to navigate white people. Right. And right. that's that is a skill, let me tell you. It is a skill <laughs> that some people learn like by through books and through like right. but then when you have a lived experience, yeah. which is a lived experience through anything is more valuable than any academic yeah. progress about it. I, I fight me. That's how I feel. Yeah. Right? Yep, you know? yep. Fight me so, about it. Yep. Fight me about it because that's how I feel. Like, yep. if you were in it and lived in it, and then yep. you can put some book smarts on top of it, boom, you yep. got it. Boom. Right? But, so, th- through your experience, you feel like that's how you can, that's how you can connect to white folks the way they think because you know how they think. You know right. how they want. You know what they want. You know yep. what they expect. Yep. I, I know how to act. Yes. I know how to talk. Yeah. I know how to... make me small right right because I am a force to be reckoned with let's just say it period girl a right. black woman what can we say and so now that I have been able to walk in this power it's terrifying because yeah. I've never been allowed to walk in this power mm-hmm. and now I am and honestly what that took was just speaking like that first Wednesday night that first Wednesday night it absolutely unleashed a beast that is amazing like just unleashed it to the point that I don't stutter very much anymore it unleashed a beauty yes okay. call it. It unleashed not, a queen. that's what it leaves. unleashed that's a queen. right that's right that's right. The narrative, girl. The narrative is real. You know what I mean? There's a strong one here. Yeah. There's a I strong mean, narrative that needs to be heard and seen. Yes. So when I was in College Grove, I was only from 6th grade to 8th grade. Right. Thank God. <laughs> right? Like, I was like, whoo. Yeah. And then, I, and then we moved to Central America. So it was right, like, right. but um, it was, I think I physically fought almost every day. Like, because that's who I am. <laughs> you know? Because that's who I am. Well, I swing on you. I do like, fight every day. Yeah. Um, but then I had friends that kind of saw that I was being smashed and said, like, nope. Yeah. And they were like, you need to start standing up. You wow! So you had some you had some allies with no, you. I had some allies. Okay. I will say that yes. I had some allies That's there beautiful. that literally have stepped up now and just been powerhouses with me. Now was that when you were? Was that was you stayed contact with these folks? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yes. Because how could you not? Right. Well, like, I mean, I mean, life happens. But if a person does me well, yeah, for life, right? For life, right. That's right. But I'm going to amend that and say, you have to do me well and and acknowledge and value my blackness. We Okay, so I don't know how many podcasts you've worked back. But, Nothing. But like, <laughs> literally, 
podcast based on can black and white folks be authentic friends? And I said, yes, but. And the yes, but was this. Exactly what you're saying. That I have white friends that I love to death. You all know who you are. Um, But I also know they cannot ever understand me being black. They cannot. And that is a huge part of me. Yeah. And if a person can't understand that, excuse me. Yeah. That's a really hard thing to navigate. Navigate. Because I'm like, this is me. Right. This powerhouse is like everything I'm operating in power-wise is me and all of our ancestors. They are literally living this dream right now. I just wrote that in a news. Yes! I just wrote that in in Eugene Weekly. I just wrote that in Eugene Weekly. Right? Yes, let's go. Because that's real talk. It is real talk. (laughs) And the fact that I have never been a grassroots organizer (laughs) before. I'm a mental health person yeah. I like messing with people's brains. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. right. Um, I've never done this, but I'm really good at it. Mm-hmm. And I'm being guided by everybody who did this previously. Yes. Yes you are. And it's an amazing feeling because these things that I am doing will they will ground this town. Yes, they will ground this town. So you, so now you're in Eugene, commi- the uh, police commissioner. Don't call it. Let's go. Like, is that what that is? Yes. It. So now you, now you're there. Now I'm there. We're at that table. Let's go. Girl, how you feeling? <laughs> how you feeling? So oh, I know, man. See, because we talked about this before we went on, the, uh, right. we went live, and I said, you know, being at the table mm-hmm. and being. Luckily, you won't be the only black person there. Facts. But, right, because right. that's a big deal. Yep. Um, but like I said, being in the this arena mm-hmm. is is a different tank of sharks, it right? Is. So it I is. will be there for you if you need any kind of assistance with that because I've been doing it for twenty years with awesome. those tanks of like those sharks, right? right? Yeah, professional, right? You know, at medical, social. I, I'm like trying to think of all the things I've done. This it's like a lot, right? Right. right. But we need backup. Yes, we do. This it's not as easy as to be like, oh yeah, black person on the table. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot that you yes. have that you have overcome to be here yes. and be confident in the position in which you have acquired and right. earned, right. right? Right. So, so now the confidence of the people behind you, right? Mm-hmm. How, I hope so. Yeah, oh yeah. It's damn. Right. It's heavy. It's heavy. <laughs> I mean, and I think that it's it, it's important for us to talk about that because. <sighs> <laughs> I'm supposed to say something now. Like, let me think about how I'm gonna say this. Um, it's important because people, and you will see once you get there, that you cannot get there and say because I'm black, we gonna do this and that's gonna change. There's a whole structure that is against black people. Yep. And for the growth of black people yep. and the healing of black people mm-hmm. and definitely the up the lift of the uplift the uprising of black people mm-hmm. are structurally built historically Call against it. it. Let's go. So it doesn't matter if there's brown people at the table if you're not going to listen. listen. Call it. Let's go. You see what I'm saying? Yes. And so the people behind you, 
who right. like me and all the community who is listening to you and looking at you and going, yeah, Macy, make some change. Right. Do it. Get out there. Speak. Look, you're going to do the best that you can. But you got to get behind me first. We, we are all we right. are behind you. I want people who are behind you to understand that just because she's there doesn't mean all of a sudden everything changes. She, there's a whole oh. level of structural crap that you're about to be up against. Yep. And so people on the outside, it goes back to what we were talking about before, the yep. roles. Mm-hmm. We need white folks to make sure that Macy is surrounded by people who will hear her. And as she is talking, we have to make sure those same white people who know how this system works mm-hmm. can open up gateway for her. Because just putting her name and her face at this table, do not set my girl up to just be a black face at the table. Because mm-hmm. you don't work from your heart space. Damn right I am. So we need to make sure the people who are with her and around her and who are supporting her from the outside of the commission to the inside of the commission to all around that yep. scenario, the police, everything, mm-hmm. that we are protecting our sis. It's important. Yep. Yes. You I know? absolutely agree. It's important. And I think that people got to understand it's not over just because she's at the table. No. It's not over. It is just getting started that I am there. Yes. And I'm going to call it real hard right now. My seat is at a white table. Mm Mm-hmm. So just approaching that table, (laughs) just approaching that table, saying here I am Mm -hmm. as a person, because you're right, I am working from my soul. Mm Mm-hmm. Everything that I'm doing comes from my soul. It is nothing artificial about right. it. That's right. And so if I'm stepping to that table, then I need to make sure that I am heard and that I am seen for what I am doing right. and trying to do and not be that token. Do you hear me, EBD? <laughs> right. You are not going to make me a token in this. That's right. That's right. And the, that you will be, that's exactly where they will try to go. And, and that's my whole point. Exactly. Is that this is not a fight that you can do on your own. No, I can't do this alone. I can't. I've you been know? doing this alone for a long time. It takes the whole community that's behind you to yep. make sure that you're okay at that table. Yes, it does. You know what I mean? Yep. So you'll be there by yourself and you'll be there with that one other person who they yep. chose. But four or three. Two three. or three. Okay. Oh, that's great. We have four. We got four. Oh, because Dallas too, right? Yeah. Okay. So we have Dallas, and then we have me, and then we have uh, Chantel, and then uh-huh. we have Bonnie Garcia. I didn't know Bonnie Garcia. Uh, yes, I think so. I didn't know that. That's cool. That's great. Right. That's so great. there's four. All of you need right. to make sure y'all work together. Right. And keep that, each yes, other yes. okay. And have each other's backs. Have each sure. other. It's yes. got to be that AOC team, dream yes. team type stuff. Yes. I it has so. to be. Yes. It has to be. That's, a, that's why they did what they did. Yeah. You it know? has to be us all coming together. As a as a joint force. Yes. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. And so they know yep. that they can't put one against the no, other. No, they cannot. And that you guys got each other's back. Yep. I yep. mean, you know, this is coming from, I'm talking from experience. Yep. Like, it's got to be solid. You guys right. don't have nothing nope. that's questionable nope. amongst each other. Nope. You know what I mean? Right. It has to be solid. Solid. I I I am excited for you. No matter what, I'm always worried when black folks are up. I'm always like, okay, right. I got you, I got you. I got you. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it comes from that place of, like, in Cottage Grove or before. Because I lived here before that. Right. Eugene. Right. And um, uh, there's a question going around Facebook is, have you ever had a black teacher? Or when did you yes. have a black teacher? Or a black male teacher? 21. 21. 
Now, I, my first black male teacher was in Houston. Um, I had black teachers uh, in Houston. Um, I had a, a POC teacher okay. here, Miss Fuji. She's out there. Shout out. She and she actually recognized me, girl, when I was like 22. Yes. She was like, "Are you sure?" And I'm like, "Miss Fuji!" Like it was crazy. Oh my god, girl, it's so hard. People recognize me from Cottage Grove, and I was like, "Is it because I was the only black girl?" Right. Well, yeah, right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Look, they probably thought it was me or you. They're like, "Wait, I thought she moved." No, she's back. Like, oh lord. <laughs> Like she was, right. uh, um, was my first person of color. That mm-hmm. was second grade. I didn't have anybody else until high school, which was in Texas, and I had mm-hmm. plenty. You know, right. I had plenty. But it's the silencing. Yeah. It's what we're overcoming to be, like I said, like you said, the beast that the beast or the beauty that has come out of us. Mm-hmm. The where it's coming from is from a place of straight up trauma. Yep. And it's being healed. Yes, it is. By seeing ourselves mm-hmm. and saying, you know what? I've been hearing that I'm not worth, that I'm not valuable, that my worth, mm-hmm. my my value as a woman, as a black woman, is below anything else around me. And trust me, that is not by nuance. That is by verbal words. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I got it mostly nuanced in Eugene, mm-hmm. but directly in Cottage Grove. Yes. And you lived in Cottage Grove a majority of your young life. I was in Cottage Grove until I was 18, and then a, to, week, later, oh, and Lord. Then a week later, I was out. So, you had it directly told to you. Yes. Nuanced was was probably easier and, and welcomed. <laughs> versus Let's the, just put it know? this way. It was much easier to be made fun of than it was like a direct type of I'm not good enough but that's exactly right it's much easier now listen to what we're saying you guys this is black listen to black women right now talking about it was much easier when I got spit on yeah than to be told I'm not smart enough yeah you know what I mean yeah and we're having to negotiate the, the difference between the two like mm-hmm. and, and and decide what value that has and how we're gonna move right. through it yeah this and, yep. and I'm talking these are these are two girls who are less than 13 Less than fifteen, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I I definitely got, had experiences. I was spit on for the first time in fourth grade here in Eugene. Oh, do we really want to unpack that? By so, grown men. Mm, first time I got spit on, I was six. You were six. I was six, and I was standing in front of a bus stop. That me too. Oh, what is it with bus stops and white people? Girl, I was at the bus. I was at the bus. I was in fourth grade, going to go see some white girlfriends of mine, oh. and I was catching the bus because back then kids did that when we were right, young, right? right? By ourselves, but by ourselves, cross town, like it was fine. Because we were right. Yeah, we weren't gonna be murdered then. No, just spit on. You know what I'm saying? Like, like just spit on, as if right. just like yeah. as if that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Right. So I was in the fourth grade. You were six years old, huh? Yeah. Yeah. See, so that's what I don't think most people get. Even black folks who don't live here, the proximity, they're like, why would you stay there? They don't get it. They're like, why would you be here? And it's not that by choice, these are two children. Right. Now, the reason my parents were here were for other reasons that I, you know, that were not pertaining to my experience. Mm -hmm. They were on some other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Now, in your parents, Mm -hmm. what made sense is that that's where her community was. She was a white woman. Yep. As a single woman, we would go where our community was. She would go where her family was. That's, That's it. Right. Right. And so, yeah, I didn't have any control over that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it was pretty difficult. Right. So when you're having, when we're, what I'm tr- trying to surmise here 
is that you've got black women who were raised in this kind of hatred, mm-hmm. like that book, The Hate You Give, like just yes. t- the kind of hatred mm-hmm. that is given, and yet, literally the the way that we have had to grow out of it yes. and still be kind. Mm-hmm. I think that's the part that white folks don't get. White folks don't understand why we're still nice. I don't like, want to be nice anymore, though. Th- but that's not. You know what, though? <laughs> what you're doing is kind. I know. It's I kind. Know it is. You and y'all you? lucky. You hear me? <laughs> you are lucky that I'm in this kind right now. I'm just saying. Y'all luck. Look. Y'all luck. Y'all What did you get me on? <laughs> She's got, you're on that luck stream right now. That's hilarious. That's. But I mean, it's, a, it's real true. It's real talk. It's though, real. It's right? real. Because it's real. we, like you said, we know how to be small. Mm-hmm. But see, the truth of it is, is that what we really have learned, I think for me, is that I have learned now how to be myself and still talk to white folks and put them in their place in a way where yes. I can then deal with them versus me, them dealing with mm-hmm. like me mm-hmm. lining up so that they can mm-hmm. tell me what to do. Right. Yeah, I can, I'm going to line them up. I can line them yeah. up now. In, in a way that's not at all aggressive, no, mean, no, no. revengeful. Because I don't have that in my heart. Of course. This was done to us. The labels are there, though. This was done to us, yeah. though. It I, was, I don't. It was. I, we talked about colorism. Yes, we and did. we talked about um, something that a leader in the community said about house Negroes and and mm-hmm. field Negroes. And I said I was irritated mm-hmm. because the the narrative is white supremacy, mm-hmm. even between two black folks. Right. If we were going to talk about the the long standing value system of light skin versus dark skin, right. That we're just upholding white supremacy by uh, believing that anybody else's torture was worse or better than the others. We were all being tortured. Yeah. No, we were all there. Right. We were all there. In different capacities, yes. being tortured. But we were in, like, the same struggle. So, right. Right? So right now, I see you, you know, and I'm looking at when you're saying, like, the intersectionality of it, and I'm thinking, do disabled folks stand behind you? <laughs> I'm asking, do they know? Are you speaking for everyone? I know. You know, and that's why protesting, it was so important. Because I needed people to see that they could do this too. Right. They could be out there. They could be doing it too. Right. But, unfortunately, because protesting is ableist, and yes, I'm going to call it. It is. Do it. It is so ableist. Right that people with disabilities feel they are left out because they are not seen on on just how to do it. Right. Prime example. Yes, Freedom Van, amazing. Yeah. We picked up people, we gave people rides. That's what we do. Right. But as a whole there needs to be like 20 cars full of people who are disabled. Girl, one of my my tightest allies at the country fair. We are. I I'm, I've said this a couple of weeks ago that I'm on the diversity committee. I don't know why, but I'm there. Mm-hmm. It's a horrible thing. And one of my best allies there is a disabled woman mm-hmm. who shares your story. In ter- oh. she's white, mm-hmm. but she's like I. I would love to be there. Mm-hmm. But how do you get there. involved when? People are marching up chambers. You right. don't. I mean, that night I was writing in the back of a van, like cheering people on yes. because it was hard. Right. And so for me, 
I want to bring attention to the fact that disabled black people are being left out. Right, right. I mean, you. I, I say the people of color, black women, mm-hmm. uh, black people are the, I always say this, lowest common denominator. Yep. Meaning that if you are following a black disabled, black lesbian, black queer, black trans, black, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I'm trying to think of all of the, all the things. All, the, all the things. All of the We're things. We're going to encapsulize it with all the things. Black folks are there. Yep. So if you handle, if you follow, you support black anything that at you are going to be hitting the vet you're going to be helping everyone else above it yep if you start at indigenous you're skipping black yep you have got to start at black because black is the lowest common denominator it all comes from us right and we are in every single right. facet of, of right. life that's true so if you so disabled folks i'm looking at like you, you have this intersectionality. You should have all this support. I should. And this, and if for me, I like when I was talking about the white supremacist idea with the colorism and all mm-hmm. that. It's like to 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 delegate who can support mm-hmm. how. Yep. Doesn't make sense. And I'm saying what you're doing right. is you're co- literally covering yep. several different aspects of life in yep. Eugene, right? Yep. Which means you should be prime candidate for all of the support. Honestly, you would think you would think right Disabled folks feel like there's not a voice out there for them. Is it because they don't they, they don't know about you? Or is it because you're black? You know, and I know there's other disabled people doing shit. shit. You know what I mean? I know there there are there's right. not, They're not in the front, right? They're not at the front and here you are coming. We're seeing you mm-hmm. police commissioner mm-hmm. You know the program freedom food pro- people's freedom food pro- all that, why aren't you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, the intersectionality, why? you're looking because two different groups, three different, four different groups to the front line yeah, right now. Yep, as one person. As one person. And honestly, I honestly think that it is because of the strong black woman narrative. Yeah. <laughs> think about it. I'm like, yeah. Because yeah. the thing is, is that I have been told my whole life because I grew up in white capitalistic s- s- society pull yourself up by bootstraps. Uh. How do white people do that? Because I ain't that flexible. But <laughs> 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 no, wait, they don't. They, okay. And okay. Okay. And Look. so I'm saying that I shouldn't have to do all of this alone but previously when I have spoke out about things I struggle with everybody just wanted to give me a damn cookie I don't need a cookie I need support right I need support in child care mm. house cleaning errands done uh, body work we body work I going yes like all of these things so I still am able to Feed these people. Be there for my community, which I'm going to just say it. I don't have to be, but I want to be. Right. That's I right. want to be because I see a need here. That's right. Food is a need, and I see it, so I want to do something about it. It's a basic human right. And that, girl, I love what you just said. White folks do not pull themselves up by the bootstraps. They don't. They have wealth. Yep. They have historical wealth. Yep. 
right? Yeah. They have access and they, they can have resources. so much access and so many resources. That's right. That's right. So people have got to understand. Well, oh, we're all struggling. Yeah, <laughs> we are all struggling from different places. Yeah, from totally different places. Right, and and totally different ability mm-hmm. to overcome. Right, what we're about, what we're in the middle of. Right, because some of us will recover because we've got historical wealth and ability and access, and they will be hiring you first, <laughs> or they will be giving you the loans first, or they will be giving you the grants first. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. So so. It, we can't pretend like we're with that equality and no, equity. No. That equity is there because that's the idea. You know, like equality, equality, equality is not it. No, it's equity. It's equity. It's same, right? It's People have to be black folks need to be lifted up in a stronger motion mm-hmm. because we're further down. Be- exactly. <laughs> On every aspect of right, it. On every single aspect. I love that you are here doing the damn thing. You know, because the truth of it is, is that you are representing more more than just black women. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's true. You're representing a, just a load of things that just right. are, are, are completely, um, what is the word I'm looking for? It's like, it's like this idea that it's just this, like, dismissiveness. Mm-hmm. They'll be fine. Well, I don't know what you're thinking fine. about. I don't even think about I don't, they'll be fine. What I see is that, and I just wrote a Facebook post about how people see me have immense power right now Mm -hmm. which is i should i'm a very powerful person right but people do not see what i deal within that power role right because people just want to give me a cookie for just being so strong and i'm like Girl, oh, that's so strong. That's so strong. Yeah. That's why I'm telling people, don't tell me that I am strong. You want to know why? Because that inherently, it inherently means I cannot say I'm struggling. Right. Especially as a black woman. Yes. They they like it's a compliment. Yeah. They label it on us. No. But then that means that we can't have a vulnerability. And as soon as we do, we're we're hung up for it. We're hung for the vulnerability. Yes. How dare you? Like as if it's not a human person here. Like I know there's. We're very human, mm-hmm. you know. Totally like you human. said, you woke up this morning. Today was a good day. Good day. I'm here and I'm not in pain, so that's good. Good day, yeah. right? Good day. I mean, my mother has uh, arthritis mm-hmm. and she's in constant pain too. Right. I don't know how she's pleasant. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know right? how. I don't know how she's pleasant. I want to like, know. I, yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I think we should like understand that. Yeah. Black women are, are up here. Understand what we just what we talked about the, the how we got to hear our voice out loud. When right. we finally got enough strength to raise our hand from the back of the classroom and say, I'm sorry, I don't want to sit in the back anymore. <laughs> right. Right? And they right. go, I'm sorry, Aisha, why? Right. Who are you again? I don't want yes. to sit in the back mm-hmm. anymore. When I say that, I'm the only person by myself yeah. doing that work yep. for me. Yep, saying that. Yep. Saying that for me. Yep. In the same way, understand when you see someone working mm-hmm. in a place, a woman of color, a man of color, when we're up there on the stage talking about our righteousness, mm-hmm. you're feeding the masses, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm creating programs, you know? Right. We're coming from a place of, of healing. Yep. Healing, real mm-hmm. trauma. Yep. You know, it's coming, our, our civic duty is to our people. Yep. Because we recognize that if it's not by us, 
We won't get it. Nope. And if I don't feed them, we won't. We have to be the people we didn't have. Call it. Let's go. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Girl, and look, and that's a hello. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. We have to be the people we didn't have. Yeah. Yeah. That's heavy. Yeah. Heavy. You know what I mean? So heavy. And we out here doing it with beauty and grace. Yeah. So please understand that, like, the compliments don't really do a whole lot when you're sit, when you're c- coming from a place of healing. Yeah. Well, we're we're out here trying to do what we do. Right. Right. Yep. So the truth of it is that the best compliment is access. <laughs> yeah. Give me access. Right. Provide me with things I need so I can keep. I'm able to keep doing everything I'm doing. Because white folks are benefiting from this. Un- Call I mean, it. They're, they're benefiting from us. So Whenever hard. black folks are okay, white folks are, are do, like, do yeah, well. Do well. Yeah, let's go. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, it's not for them. It's not for them. We're trying to stay well. We're trying to lift each other yeah. up. Yeah. You know? And white folks want to be so helpful right now. Don't get in the way. Open up the <laughs> access. Don't get in the way. Call it. Don't open up the access. Mm-hmm. Be allies, which means you listen to black folks and you do what we need you to do. And it may feel strange, mm-hmm. but if that's what you want to help and that's how they want to be with mm-hmm. us, that's how we have to be able to explain it. Yeah. You know, black women are moving fast and hard. Fast and hard. Right? Because we ain't got time. <laughs> I don't know what time to sit around right now. We don't have time. I don't have time to make sure other people are okay i don't wait to know i just kind of jump in and just make sure people are okay right i always have. if you need some fresh produce come to macy call me yes do you need a space to just vent call me yeah. like all of those things because that's inherently what i need right right this is girl <laughs> Say it again. It's coming from a. It's coming from a cyclical space. Yes. We, it's coming yeah. from a. I'm giving because I didn't yes. have it. They're giving yeah. it back because they don't have it. This right. is how. This is how black folks work, though. It's We're community. community. <laughs> <laughs> it's community. It is communal. It is not this individualistic nope. society. Honestly, nope. I'm sick of living in a box. Literally, I'm sick of living in a house. Yeah, I want to live with like. Seven other people you like on a piece of land, land. <laughs> and just we have people right there mm-hmm. who just know what we need, mm-hmm. know what we want type of thing because they take that time. Mm-hmm. I mean, prime example, shout out to every single mom online. So I have this amazing group like of single moms that I have never met in person. We FaceTime, chatted, all that type of stuff. Well, We've been friends for Cameron Seven, so about ten years now. Okay. And we have a dream of buying a piece of land and just raising our kids there. Oh wow. with each other mm-hmm. because all of our kids are white and mixed. Interesting. And okay. I and so that's pretty much a better thing and I but of course that costs thousands and millions of dollars that single parents don't have. Yeah. Um, well but there's way I we need to talk. Yeah, we need people to talk who are listening if you have information, share. That's yeah. the kind of stuff that helps. Yep. Share the that's information. That's access. That's that's resources. Yep. We you know, I know there's people who can help you because it doesn't cost that much. Right. It, it, does, it doesn't. No, there's a way to do right. that. There's a way to, to do that. There's loans. Th- there's ways to do that. 
We right. people out here can help you get to your dream. Okay. We that's the whole thing that we're all talking right. about. We gotta right. be able to say it out right. loud. Say it out loud. Well that's one. I want right. a collective communal space. That's a safe space for you and for children exactly. that you're raising. Exactly. Exactly. Right. That's what you want is a safe mm-hmm. space that you have control yeah. over. With people you choose to be in your yeah. life. Exactly. That's not that's like that's a human <laughs> dignity. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not a lot. Concept, huh? It's like it's not a lot. It's yeah. human dignity. Right. You know? Right. You deserve it. Yeah. We all do. Right? right. And so it's just now just trying to find black people right now. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm gonna be real honest, like I now seek out black people mm-hmm. because I don't have to explain why I'm so angry right now. Right. Why I'm in tears because white tears happened in my house yeah like i want to be able to reach people like me right right and yeah if i can be that bridge then let me be that bridge that that's beautiful <laughs> i mean you know it is because it's like it's just it's something that again we've had to create for ourselves yep. and we've had to make it yep. be where it is and i right. think this is a perfect time of transformation for the united states where we are in a space where black folks are finally being heard by the masses, whether or not they're pissed, white folks are pissed about it, or white folks right. are happy about it, or white folks are confused and don't know which way to go about it, you know, right. but they know that they're having some moral, dilemma, moral dilemmas about some yep. things. Um, I think that that is, uh, we're, we're right in this right spot. Right, and the thing is, is that I'm going to just say it, like, I notice that the most change that I have been able to create and stimulate is just by telling people my story. It's true. People, you know, and it's not yelling at people. It's not anything. It's just me taking that time Mm -hmm. again, time that I shouldn't have to take, but I'm going to do it (laughs) to just explain. There is a person under this, under this being black right there is a person here Mm -hmm. that wants to be able to make sure people are okay people that i don't even know girl you said under this being black that's for real let's go right under this being black under being black there is a person that right i mean <laughs> Good luck. You look. I you started a whole other podcast. Okay. Yes. Yes. This is why six cars we go in. That's what I'm saying because I. Oh my god. Like I literally was just talking about this yesterday. Like a whole other podcast about the commodity of blackness oh. and human rights. Mm. I talk about it with my anti-racism conversations almost every single time I have a conversation. Mm-hmm. That if you're referring to black people as other you're commodifying like yep. like as if we're a commodity yep. there's blackness there's a person here like yeah. i mean the skin yeah. that I, that's me yeah yep that's me still here hey right right i'm, I'm, I'm black and that is a person a human yep. being up yep. in this you know what yep. i mean and black and being black is hard it is very hard but it ain't d- different than being human yep. <laughs> you know what i mean it's not it's no there's no difference we yep. are human yep <laughs> And, and so for for us to oh lord, <laughs> lord. <laughs> okay, yeah. So uh, we didn't talk about we didn't hit the pe- we didn't hit the pieces, girl. We didn't hit it. We are gonna. I'm definitely having you back. Yes. We I, got some real things I to talk about. This. We got some. I'm so glad you came. I, I know. I'm so, <laughs> so glad. I'm so glad. Wow. Shout I'm out so to Serena for yes. reminding me again. She's Serena, like, I love you. Right. She's like, oh, when are you gonna do that? I'm like, yes, that's right. I was gonna call Macy. She was.
she was behind me on it, right? Yes. yes. And that's what I know. That's what I need. I need people to be like, did you forget? Right. Yes, I did. <laughs> again, again, black people pushing black people yes. to just amplify our voices. It's to recognize what we're up against. Yeah. And to see each yes, other. Because yes. Serena, what, I mean, when she told me that, she knew I wanted you on the show. I've been crazy busy, and she was literally like, Aisha, remember about it? Yes, yes, thank you. Like, it was like, thank you. You know, I I need people who are in our corner. Yes. It's yes. like, you, what, what I wanted to say, I'm, I'm jumping, but what I wanted to say was, with being able to, with, with disabled folks not recognizing you, mm-hmm. uh, or other disabled people in the movement mm-hmm. who are doing work and creating, um, mm-hmm programs and substance and, and, and getting out there, mm-hmm. um, I, what I've noticed is that white folks don't know, because under the skin that we are in, right, mm-hmm. white folks don't know that when black people do things, it's not actually excluding white people. <laughs> it's true. It is so not. It's true. Right. They didn't, we didn't say black right. only. No. It's we're, like, we're prioritizing black, black people. people. Yep. And to their credit, there are black spaces that you should not go in. Right. Because yep. that's for our safety mm-hmm. and for our, our our respite. Our own mental health. Our own mental health. But when we're creating programs and we're doing, we didn't say black only, we didn't say we just want money and leave. I mean, there's, there's that too. Mm-hmm. But why do, so why, I'm saying people who are looking at you as a, as, as in a support, as a person who is disabled, who's out there in front of the, front of this movement mm-hmm. as represent, representative mm-hmm. of that intersectionality, White disabled folks should be should have your sticker too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they should have yep. understanding that you're representing and a lot of them, them, them do. right? A lot of them do. Okay, good. But always need more because come on, come good. on. So you're getting support from the community? Yeah, good. good. Yes, good. I am. I have a lot of people around, but I can always use more. Yes, it, it's always getting bigger. I want everybody that you represent to know your name. I agree. That is my whole point. Okay. You know what I mean? I want them to be like, yeah, yeah, Macy out there doing the damn thing. Like, that's what I want. You know, that you become, for everybody that you represent, that you become someone who they're, like, behind. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, And not only for the perks of being known, but because you need to know that you are valuable to all of these people. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know what I mean? In the community in which you were raised, who mm-hmm. told you you were not valuable the whole time? Right. Yep. Right. Yep. It was. It was a lie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was a lie. Such a lie. Right. Right. Yeah. And yeah. now we've decided we're not doing that yeah. lie anymore. And yeah. everyone who believes in it needs to say, speak it out loud. Yeah. If two people know how hard it is to speak it out loud, it's mm-hmm. me and you. Yes. But look at us doing it now. That's true. Which means you can do it too. Mm-hmm. Any of these people have the have the heart. To say no, I believe in Macy. I yeah. believe in Macy because she's black. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like someone asked me the other day, can I wear can I wear um, a shirt like my shirt today? I said, still want that shirt, girl. Issa Rae. I love it. Yeah. I, I love her. You know what? I'll tell you the online store I got this from. Okay. Sometimes they'd be a little spendy, but I wait till the sales. Well, I, I got the sales. Don't worry, I have a girl that buys me the shirts. I'm like, what? Print it. I was gonna say you can print this because this That's is not true. TM. This is not TM. This is oh. a quote. You can just print it. Oh, so, okay. So anyway, it That's what we're gonna Yeah. Look at this. Okay, so um, I'm rooting for everybody black. I want mine thing. I'm rooting for everybody black and disabled. Oh, okay. Okay. Do it. 
Now, Issa Rae said this when they were when she was on the red carpet. And I'll be like, Macy did. Right? That's right. That's right. So, Issa Rae was at a, on the red carpet, and they were like, well, who are you wishing for that, that win? She goes, I'm writing for everybody black. And she just laughed. Yeah. Girl, it was hilarious. <laughs> it was so funny. So, that's where the shirt, that's yes. where the quote came from. But the thing is, is that white folks act like they can't wear this. You can wear this, too. You can wear that. Right. This you is not black people. This is supporting black people. Root for us. Come on. It's, it's okay. Human rights. Yeah. There's nothing different. No. And I, that barrier is real right. of not right. understanding yeah. that, like, you can be pro-black mm-hmm. without being anti-white. Oh, my God. I have been called out, like, anti-white for a while because I'm, like, black, 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 black. Right. And I was like, um, first of all, I'm black and black. Second. Why would I not root for myself? Right. What are you talking about right, right. now? Right. Second of all, I'm not excluding white people at all. No. I'm just high fighting that me as a black person matters. Right. And I was raised that it didn't. All my girls who call themselves my girls who are white would be wearing this shirt. Yes. That's honestly, like, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? Right. You know what I mean? What? Yeah. What they're right here with me. Would they not be yeah. me on? Yeah. Of course they are. Wear that. Wear it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, like I said this yesterday in a conversation I was having. Be invested yeah. in your black folks. Like, yeah. for real. Like, don't. Be really invested. Be invested. You know yeah. what I mean? That shows your friendship. That shows yeah. your connection. That shows uh, that you recognize black people and black struggle as a human struggle. Right. Right? Right. Be invested. Yeah. But how does investment look? Oh, I mean, it could, to me, because I mean, when you walk, when you're willing to wear a shirt that says "I do for everybody right, black," all around right. all your white friends, yeah. you're, you're going to start some conversations that right. they probably not really don't really yeah. want to have. Yeah, and that's true. That to me, you're investing some time and some struggle. Yeah. I appreciate that type of investment, yeah. honestly. Yeah. I appreciate the Patreon investment. Yeah. I appreciate I appreciate the buying my program investment. Yeah. I appreciate the t- bringing your children to my programs investment. Yeah. I appreciate the the shout outs. Hellos, I love your article investment. I love right. I love all the investment that they can give. Right. The access investment. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. The, hey, I need some help with my uh, this and that. And the people show up. I'll volunteer investment. Like, I'm, I'm for all. Yes. But I'm just not for the person who just riding silently next to me. No. You know, I'm not for that. No, if you're silent, um, I don't got much time for What you. kind of investment do you want? I want... Directed action investment. Go, girl. Let's okay. Go. Let's go. Yeah. So I am huge on mutual aid right now. Yeah. You know, and I always have been. And I can say that because for me, I never had the support. Prime example. I'm a part of another organization on the leadership team, and so I had a big event mm-hmm. that I did. And so during that time. I had people cool, um, pretty much cool clean my house oh, and okay. all of those things. And so I'm still able to do that work and come home and I was like, I can breathe in my house. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it takes. Yeah. So it's just the direct action. That's, again, childcare, cleaning my house, mm-hmm. gift cards for food because half time I'm in so much pain that I can't even cook right like all of those things to ensure I stay alive and healthy yeah so I'm able to keep doing 
something I enjoy doing. Yeah, I'm gonna help you set, set that account up. Let's go. Yeah, I'm gonna help you that because we need to get you some some direct yeah. assistance that you can decide and that you can get and do with what you want. Right. Right. Yes. So and it's not gonna be hard to do. Okay. And as soon as we get the link up. Then I will shout it out here, and so okay. people can look you up, and you awesome. just share it on your Facebook page. So people awesome. know, yes. and they can support you. Yes, because this is—it's important, it that, is important. You, that you get support so that you can continue the work that you do. Right, I, I agree. Direct investment and direct action investment is—is mm-hmm. is clearly, you know, and, and I and I know it's coming from everyone, and I'm not talking right. to white folks necessarily. Right. I'm talking to. My sisters, I'm talking to my brothers, I'm talking to my Latino sister, I'm talking mm-hmm. to my indigenous sister brother. I mean, you right. know, when you look at when people know me, you'll know that my community is multicultural actually. Yes. I actually don't have a solidly black community. Right. You know, I love my solidly black community. Mm-hmm. I was never raised in one. I right. everywhere I grew up, Texas, Houston, mm-hmm. multicultural. Right. You know, Costa Rica, same, right? right? Hawaii, all the California like LA, mm-hmm. all these places I've lived has been multicultural. Right. right? And so my closest friends are are black, native, and and Mexican. Mm-hmm. Like they're my closest girls, right. right? So it's not like this is this is something that I'm not ex- I'm expecting from white people. I'm expecting from the community. Yeah, from that's the community. all of us. That's everybody. That's everyone. That doesn't single out any like race or anything. No, it's everybody. It's everybody. This is a movement to uplift black folks because we have not been in a position right. that we can be heard. In the history of this country. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we, the white folks, even in the 60s of the civil rights era, even listening to Martin Luther King, they took his message and took what they wanted out of it. <laughs> There's plenty of coverage of my, Martin Luther King Jr. talking about some real-ish yeah. that was that was not the soft love Christian stuff right. that he was talking about. It was a heavy love Christian right. that he was yeah. talking about. And they cut that out. You yeah. gotta search those speeches yeah. out, right? You gotta search yeah. those letters out. Yep. They took what they wanted from him, and then they killed him. And so there's there's a thing about this I that's just about us about how MLK um, photographer that he was a plant the whole time, right? And I was like, that's people don't know that it's heavy. It's heavy in the fact that the entire system has been made to pretty much assassinate black people. Right. And it has, and that needs to be shared as a testament to what we go through as black people. I think that people need to understand too, we've always had allies, right? Yep. Even through that movement, they had to ban interracial marriage because it was happening. You got to see what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't like it wasn't happening. They didn't do yeah. it to prevent it. Yeah, no, it, it was already happening. going on. It was right? happening. So my thing is that like what exactly with what you're saying, we got to understand that we're, for the first time ever, we got international spotlight. We got the, the yes, way that do. the internet works now. Mm-hmm. This is different. Yes. The access to the world and the world seeing what we've gone mm-hmm. through and part actively participating exactly. in it. I got people from the UK, shout out y'all, that that are supporting me. Right. From the, I've never been to the UK. You right. know what I'm saying? I've ne- I mean people in the UK that right. are supporting right. me. Let me put it right. that way. I have friends who are from the UK, but I people in the UK right. who are supporting me here. Right. You know? People in South Africa, I've never been to South Africa right. supporting me here. Right. Right? Canada, you know? Yeah. So what I'm saying is that this this platform is a little different. Yeah. 
it's a little different. The actions that we're making yep. are a little different, yep. right? This is a this is a transformational period for the planet. It is, and that means that we are all in it together, mm -hmm. whether you like it or not, mm -hmm. right? Yes, we are. So y'all, we're gonna have Macy back. <laughs> we're gonna do this again. Yes, I'm here for that. Yeah, right. We're gonna do, do it. Um, okay, I want to say again, People's Freedom Food Program. Can people donate to you? Yes. Okay, money, food. What do, they, what do you need? Money for money. Money. Yeah. Okay. Now, are you are you set up with Venmo? How are you set up? So right now, it's just going all to Cash App, like your Venmo currently, okay. until we get enough money to open like a bank account and all that type of okay, stuff. Okay, okay, awesome, yeah. perfect. Cash App works. Yes, I love Cash App. Okay, what is your Cash App handle? Do you have it? it? Um, yes, it is dollar sign Mayhem 820. Mayhem? Mayhem, yes. Yeah, because I caused some good trouble. Right, good. All right, hey. John Lewis. Hey, Mayhem, I love this. I love this. Mayhem. Okay, so Mayhem 820. Okay, dollar sign Mayhem 820 on the Cash App. Yes. That's how you can donate to you that takes money directly to the food program. Yes. And the food program, People's Freedom Food Program, keep that out there. Yes. Right? And if you want to just donate to the cause, uh, like you're saying, you have body ailments, yeah, that, right. that chronic pain, mm -hmm. um, you know, acupuncture and health care yep. for you is expensive. Yep. If you want to help get, get sis some acupuncture for the mm -hmm. chronic pain, you know, some massage, it's actually something that she needs through her entire life to function every day with your yep. son and with everything that you're doing. Yep. So throw a couple five dollars at it. You know yep. what I mean? Like, yep. and that, that's right. Yep. All right. Yep. So, um, and we are going to start your Patreon. Let's We're go. gonna start it up because awesome. I think that four people and thirty families that are growing, right? You know, you need some financial assistance yes, to get we do. it flowing. Yes, so we're we gonna do. set that up for yes, you. Yes, we do. Um, and I think that's it. Is there anything else you want to say before we go? Thank you so much for just having me on. I'm so glad <laughs> that we were finally able just to connect, girl. Okay, so, so you know I'm into astrology, so I need okay. to know your birthday after this. <laughs> Right, do you know what time you were born? I don't know the time. Dang! We gotta, <laughs> we gotta figure that out. Because <laughs> I just because you, every people who come across your life is for a reason. People say right. that you have soulmates, but I don't think people quite understand when you start to learn right. deeply about mm -hmm. uh, spiritual work that anyone you come across is technically a soulmate. That's you true. actually are That's connected in, yep. with energy. Mm -hmm. So we have so many things that are kind of like. Yeah. And even our yeah. words, like you said, I'm like, girl, I just wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I just wrote it in my book. I love when that happens. Right? I and I'm like, it. okay, so I need to know, like, where our sectionality, like, our intersectionality yeah, is right. as people. Right. And I'm just so curious. Yeah. But we got to have your time of birth. we got to figure yeah. that out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm going to say thank you so much. I'm going to end the audio, and then I'm going to go to the visual here, okay. and then we're going to see comments and see if we can... Go yeah, comments a little bit. some comments. That's right. Cool. Okay, thank you guys for coming and listening to the podcast. Stick it on the comments. <laughs> okay.